Moto One Podcast Network. I'm the Glum Glow Gunk. I love Creative Riding Motorcycle Podcast, baby. Yeah. You know, after this interview, I sound like a fat, hairy, bearded slob. I think that's kind of a, a, a weird statement. Let's go. Let's do this, baby. This podcast is hosted by three sentient beings. One of them's hot, one of them's not, and one of them looks like a bowl of snot. You decide who's who. Hey, in the meantime, the views and opinions of the participants of the Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast are those of the participants and do not reflect the policy, position, or opinions of Creative Writing, the Moto One Podcast Network, or any of its affiliates. Moto One made us say that, by the way. Enjoy the show. Jamie Joe and I like to eat a bag taco. Hey, guess what, everybody? This is junk, not Jimmy Joe. Uh, I am super excited because this is the Solstice Slam episode. Uh, been thinking about recording this one for a bit, however, uh, a little apprehensive, partially because the co host is out of town and uh, it makes me want to fondled by motorcycle uh, my motorcycle my microphone just thinking about the Kernville camp out and all the fun stories we're going to hear next week well yeah next week i guess um so the the uh, social slam uh that happened the, the cutoff happened everything's everything's good everything's going we had a problem with social slam <clears throat> the problem is well the problem always every year is not enough entries i would love more but the problem is of the ones we got there was some real bangers and we're having trouble deciding the winner. So I think we're going to split it two ways this way this year. We're going to do a drawing. We're going to select a winner and I still have, uh, other judges reviewing some of the entries. Um, yeah, that's how, that's how, uh, how much I like this year's, uh, uh, t- topic. This year's topic was anywhere in the world. I don't know what it was called, but it was, um, you know, find anywhere in the, uh, someplace that looks like you're anywhere else in the world besides where you are. Go to Wisconsin and find the Driftless Zone and make it look like you're on, uh, in Utah or I don't know. I don't know if that's <laughs> how that works. But, you know, I went to, uh, me and the co host, we went to some weird place in Chino that is, uh, fitted out like a old, uh, Egyptian temple for whatever reason. Very accurate. I don't know if the hieroglyphs are accurate, but it looks pretty, pretty legit. We have no idea what it's for. I have zero, zero idea uh, what's there, but I see it all the time on the freeway and finally went there with the co-host. Uh, also, uh, the Salsa Slam flyer this year had a picture of Pasadena City Hall, which doubles as Pawnee City Hall in the show Parks and Recs. Pawnee, Indiana, which I, don't, I think that's a made-up town in Indiana. It's not even a real town. But uh, all of Hollywood's fake, too, so there you go. Uh, thirdly, Parma... Parma, Ohio. Didn't we do we do the whole episode on where our listeners are coming to us from? Parma, Ohio. You guys, based on Parma, Italy. They designed it around Parma. What the hell? We didn't get any submissions from Parma, Ohio. I'm very sad. However, world world of opportunity out there this year, and I really liked it. And we got some bangers and. That is why we're having a tough, tough time. So, like I said, this year on the Slam, I think we're going to do it two different ways. We're going to have a winner of the submission category, 
And we're going to have a winner of the $5 and up Patreons because uh, they're going to split the pot with the winner, basically. And, um, yeah, so... I figure we give both of them a prize since, uh, you know, I wish, I wish more Patreon, uh, supporters, um, weren't the ones submitting all the time, but, uh, but yeah, that's sometimes how it works, but yeah. So this year we got some really banging, uh, entries. And, uh, before we get into that, I just wanted to talk about a little bit of news, a little bit of events, you know, I got to do it. Um, this weekend you can come out and catch me. I think the co-host is coming up to uh, uh, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, October 14th. That's this uh, Saturday or Sunday. This Saturday, I think, at uh, CV Park in La Crescenta, California. I'm going to look I'm gonna look at the uh, calendar. If it's Sunday, I'm hosed because uh, I put out the wrong date. Nope, it's Saturday. Yeah, this Saturday, uh, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Um, also, I believe there is a class track day this weekend. Also, uh, to get in, in – uh, an extra track day in before the bagger racing league. So if you like, uh, Moto America's King of the baggers, you're going to love bagger racing league. They do the same exact thing. Only they have a little bit freer class, uh, you know, scheduling. They, they wanted to do what Moto America isn't doing, which is offer more classes, I believe, and offer more bikes, the availability to run. I get it. Moto America has a TV show to put on. Well, these guys don't. So if you got a bagger and you want to race it, there's a class for you, I believe, with Bagger Racing League. Um, yeah, their finals are going to be happening at uh, uh, Willow Springs on the 19th, 20th, and 21st, I think. And so that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, there's there's a lot of crap happening right now. Uh, this is a really good time uh, to be a motorcyclist. I, just, I can't say it enough. And I believe... This weekend <clears throat> that just passed, so you're uh, hearing a little too late, there was a OC uh, bike, um, you know, OC bike, uh, vintage OC bike, I think is what they're called, meet, uh, done at Castaneda's. And uh, like I said, the co-host is at the Kernville campout with uh, Mike, who was on last week's show. What do you guys think about making Mike a co-host? He was, he was really stoked to be on, and he did prompt me to go find the room in my house that has a toilet in it, which I'm not allowed in. I snuck in last week, guys. I got to tell you, there's things in there I don't think people were meant to see. There's things. So anyways, yeah, so uh, let me know what you think about making Mike a permanent co-host. He uh, comes. He has a lot of experience, actually, in uh, auto audio world and the auto world. Uh, and he's a motorcycle enthusiast and a great person, and Kim... Uh, vouches for him so let me know what you think also this weekend uh i went to uh well not this weekend but this last week i hung out with wiggins and his new bagger uh and maybe we'll get him on here to give you a bagger report he is going racing in the bagger league and daddy bought <laughs> an old cop road uh street glide and yeah, it's looking fabulous. He invited me to come over today and help him tear it down. Only I was doing stuff that I said I'd been going to do for a while, which was adjust the belt on my bolt. Uh, well, not my bolt. I have an SCR 950, which is basically a scrambler version of a bolt. Do you know that they recommend taking out, well, the service manual actually tells you to take off the muffler to adjust your belt. What the actual bleepity bleep. Come on, Yamaha engineers, get with it. No wonder uh, when you take it to the dealership, 
and you go to have your belt tightened and it's like 230 bucks. It's like, what the hell? Why is that so much? And it's because they had to remove the muffler. There's a lot to it. You have to disconnect the O2 sensor. You have to unbolt like seven different brackets that it's mounted to. If you just take the, the muffler back half off, you know, uh, you still got to replace that gasket, but it says to remove the whole entire muffler and it gives you, um, the front pipes and the rear pipes too. It doesn't, it not just from the, uh, the like slip on back. And actually, uh, I don't know why you wouldn't just take off the back part of the pipe. But anyway, long story short, I didn't do that. I have very strong hands called Tobor. <laughs> Tobor helped me, uh, clamp on it there and, and I, and I was able to, uh, get the axle bolt off and uh, re retorque it. And then Tobor has a built-in torque wrench, but it's written in robot, so I don't know what the value was. So I used an actual torque wrench on it to make sure. But yeah, so I, I, I spent my time in the garage this weekend uh, flushing brake fluids, learning that my freaking, my Mighty Vac has like a leak or something. Like the hose just didn't work. The hoses may be uh, like getting swollen or something. It's time to replace the hoses because the pump part works. But guess what? When I have it on the bleeder valves, those fucking six millimeters, the, the eight millimeter was fine or the 10, the six mil thing was killing me. Like for some reason it was bleeding. Uh, both bikes that I bled the brakes on today, I, I totally didn't bleed them. I flushed the system completely because you're supposed to do that every two years. Um, I t flushed the system out all the way and was getting air bubbles on the little tiny bleeder bolts. Like this, I think they're six mil and the back ones are like eight or 10. I forget exactly what they are, but yeah, those ones, the hose worked fine. No, no air bubble problems. So I had to service my tool just to get it done. So yeah, that's what I did today. And Wiggins is like, Hey, come help me rip apart this bagger. So I was like, yes, I want to, but, uh, if I ride over there, I'll have no brakes to stop and I'll just have to keep doing a circle around your driveway until you come out and catch me. Ah, oh, the glories of bleeding brakes. Um, what else? Nothing else. Oh yeah. I did want to say, we, uh, instead of doing, uh, you know, articles and news and stuff today, I'm just going to wham right into the slam. But I did want to say I was just getting ready to, I was writing notes last week, actually for the show last week, uh, about upcoming bike trends. I think I started writing these notes two weeks ago and we were joking how the, uh, Transalp came out on last week's show. And then all of a sudden, boom, BMW the very next week drops the 1300. And people have already forgot about Honda's brand new Transalp that's going to be coming out for 2024, right? I mean, they'll remember it again in a few months, but talk about Wham Obama. Well, right after BMW announced their 1300 GS, I'm surprised it was in the 1350, that's next. Uh, Kawasaki drops a bomb and a half with uh, two two e-bikes that I didn't know if they were coming to the state. I think we had a show about two or three weeks ago, maybe a month or two ago now, uh, where that was on the, the unnews, unnewsworthy headlines because, uh, they, I was like, ah, this, this is really is not newsworthy because they're not coming to the States. Boom. They dropped them on the, <laughs> on the announcement along with a bunch of other bikes, mostly all of which are already existing. So, uh, just, just, extended model year. So yeah, anyways, long story short, there is going to be some stuff to talk about. Definitely a bunch of new bikes and definitely I'm going to try to cover the trends with the co-host next, uh, next week about what those are, what's coming down the peepies. And we're probably going to hear about Kernville. That might be a whole episode of itself. So, uh, 
the uh, upcoming trends in motorcycles may take another week or two to get by. <clears throat> so let's get into Solstice Slam. Uh, we had three entries. The very first one, God, I'm going to die. I need a beer. Hang on one sec. All right. Sorry. I didn't need a beer per se, just a drink of something because I was uh, dying of uh, whatever this is. Uh, dry throat. Uh, yeah, so I got a drink of water and everything's great if you were wondering. And I didn't drink the beer because I'm going to go work out and try to be healthy. And it's not re recommended to hydrate with beer. So I, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin did it, but I mean, you know, that was otherworldly. Anyways, uh, long story short, um, I forget where I left off, but, uh, yeah, the co-hosts we're going to talk next week about, uh, bikes, booyah, booyah, boom, uh, the slam, we're going to get into that. Uh, and I did want to say before we get into the slam, one, one last real last thing for real, uh, Patreon, our new Patreon, uh, and, um, Don who caught me saying creative the other day when it was the word of the week. You both have your packages have been sitting in my car. I've gone to the post office three times. It has been closed. Uh, every single time I get there, it's like trying to get there after work, and I miss it. I miss the key, the self-serve kiosk. This weekend, uh, I was running around like crazy trying to – that was one of my errands, and I missed it. So I promise you tomorrow I will get your packages in the mail. They've been ready for like a week, and I just have missed uh, an opportunity three, three or four times this last week. So – those things are going to go out too. I thought I should mention that before you wait till the end of the show, only to find out you're not getting them. <laughs> you are getting them. They just haven't been mailed yet. All right, let's get into the slam. First slam we got this year. Uh, I think I think what I was saying before I started choking. Uh, before, of course, ahead of the schedule. This this uh, supporter is always ahead of the schedule with their um, uh, with their uh, submissions and uh, yeah, just crazy great. And I loved it. It is uh, from Bri Viffer. And he is uh, relocated to ye old, uh, uh, what's it called? North Carolina. And he even sent it to the correct, the slam at Creative Writing. I couldn't be more happy. Uh, so yeah, listen, he went to, uh, he was immediately inspired by our our episode when we said, Hey, this is what we should do for social slam. I don't even know if it was official yet. And this fool rode out to, uh, this place in, uh, North Carolina. I don't know where it is, but I, I'm looking at the picture right now. It looks like he's in India and he's even got his shirt on. I'm going to play his little email message. Maybe he says it in there. Uh, and maybe he'll inspire you to get out to this place too. If you, uh, live close by. All right, I'm not really pausing to go get this video. I got it queued up. I'm just waiting for this stupid music to end. I forgot there was a stinger in here. All right, here's what Paul has to say. Old Bri Viffer about Little India. Hey, Junk, it's Paul. I am calling in from Cary Ford, North Carolina. Uh, there's a huge Indian population here. Can sometimes feel like little India. I'm wearing my authentic Calcutta shirt for the call, and I hope you're doing great, man. Figured I'd get my uh, uh, my Souls to Slam entry in early. Talk to you later. Awesome. Thank you so much, Paul. And 
legit. He has his Calcutta shirt on. He spent time in India as a contractor, and he knows what it's all about, baby. He uh, he is an honorary Indian. I actually had made that part up, but you could imagine that he could be. He's got a sh- shirt that looks like he's uh, living there, so... Awesome, awesome photo, awesome vid. It's always good to hear from Paul. I really miss Paul. And uh, always glad to see that cat sending something in for Salsa Slam. A long, long time ago, he sent in the maintenance records for his uh, 18 VFRs. A lot of people weren't stoked on that, but you know what? It was something. What did you submit, Liza? What did you submit? All right. Now, this year, since there wasn't, there was three uh, Salsa Slam entries. So between them, Junkster made some songs this year, and uh, I usually do for like spooky spokes and stuff like that. But this year, I did uh, made made a little song. So before we get to our next Solstice Slam, I'm gonna dump my crappy ass song in here, and I forget who sings this original. So I'm gonna look it up real quick on the old uh, internet. Uh huh, that's who it is. Casey Chambers and uh, Shane Nicholson. I believe they're from Australia. And if you ever heard of them, they have this awesome song called, I think it's called Rattling Bones. So Junk made a parody of it. And uh, here it is right here. Theirs is 84 times better, so go listen to that. And it's it's a real song. Mine's a parody. So there you go. Anyways, here it is. Uh, Rattling Bolts by Junkie.
Thank you, Junkie, Junkie, and Junkie on vocals with Junkie on rhythm guitar and Junkie on lead guitar and Fake Drummer on drums. Uh, Tobor, was that you? No, Tobor shaking his head. That wasn't you. Fake Drummer on drums. Uh, thank you. Hey, everybody. Now it's time for our second Salsa Slam submission. Salsa Slam submission, the triple S of as S as it can get, because this one is super fantastic. Uh, this one is coming to us from uh, Pete and Jonathan in Estes Park, Colorado. You'll never guess what is the at the top of Estes Park, Estes Park in Colorado. Uh, as you can imagine, Colorado I, is nothing but mountains from what I've seen on the internet. I mean, I've driven through it, and all I remember seeing then was mountains, so I doubt there's anything besides mountains. You better like mountains if you're in Colorado. And what happens on mountains? Well, at one time, they were shorelines for ancient seas. Hey, man, there is like ancient sea around here, man. And uh, and if you're in, um, shit, where is this? Is it in Turkey? I forget. But uh, I think Mount Ararat is what they were going for because there's this book called the Bible, I think it is, the the Christian Bible, the Christian Bible of Bibles, the Christian Word. Is it the Old Testament? I'm not sure which one it is. There's there's a book, and I'm not sure if it's old or new, but it's got this humongous ark in it. Noah's Ark, to be a matter of fact. So I believe it is probably the uh, the Old Testament back when people were like throwing their canes down and they turn into snakes and they chop babies in half, all that fun shit. I like the, I like reading the Old Testament alongside the other book, uh, contemporary books of its day. Uh, life, life was fun back then. But they rode up to Mount Ararat, and I'm going to look where that is. I think that's in Turkey. If it's not in Turkey, it's like Libya, uh, Lebanon, uh, Azerbaijan, Armenia. Where the fuck is uh, Mount Ararat? Anyway, that is where Noah's Ark supposedly landed, and I don't know 100% uh, if they... Uh, it's rad when I look up Mount Ararat and all this stuff here in uh, Southern California pops up. I want the actual Mount Ararat, you stupid dick. Uh, there it is. Mount Ararat, where are you? You are in... A different country. Uh, Turkey. Yeah, so it is in Turkey. It, it was in Turkish too, so I had to translate that real quick on the fly. Um, yeah, so Mount Ararat. So they made this voyage to Turkey. They rode up to SS Park. They took a picture in front of this gigantic building that looks like, like literally like if, there, if a 40-year flood came, it would lift up off the ground and all of it and its crazy... Uh, Biblical merchandise would be washed right out of Colorado, maybe into the Bonneville Salt Flats, which used to be Lake Bonneville and Enderic Lake in a neighboring state. Yeah, I wonder what if. I wonder how fast Noah's Ark would go on uh, Bonneville Salt Flats and what class would run in. But uh, thank you, boys, for that. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, now, something else that's super exciting. They also submitted a song. They submitted a poem. I can't just read this. They didn't submit a song. It's this poem called Iron Desert. Where did it go? It's on my phone. They, they didn't get the note. In, in the past, Salsa Slam was, hey, submit music, submit art, submit poetry, whatever you want to do, um, uh, motorcycle related. So they did a poem. And then I said, you assholes, this year it's go find some place that looks like you're not in your hometown. 
so their poem's called Iron Desert, and it goes something like this. Old naked, you know what? I can't do this. Let's make a song about it. Tobor, strike it up. Give me the beat. Iron Desert. Disturbing smells coming from the sands. Drinking fire. So hot you have to lick your eyeballs. Pouring lava into highballs. Riding diners off cliffs like waterfalls. podcast network there you go guys i ruined it thank you thank you uh words and inspiration by pete and jonathan bolton and uh yeah guitar and vocals by junkie turdman uh lead guitar by junkie turdman uh drums by tobor the elegant elegant tobor and uh production on that by tobor also thanks tobor uh for (laughs) For doing that right on the fly. That was awesome of you, buddy. Yes, Junkie, that was beautiful. Shut up, Tobor. I'll tell you when it's beautiful. Your AI doesn't know. That was terrible. That was that was fucking awful. But uh but thanks. Anyway. Uh go back to get out of here. Go back to your go back to your cell. Uh anyways, uh yeah, so our last submission comes from Johnny and Johnny. Uh, congratulations on your new bike, my good man. We're going to have to get you hooked up. If you win Solstice Slam this year, we're going to have to get you hooked up with some steady garage crap. So Johnny sent us actually uh, around the world. And I share, you know, was looking for some votes for this one uh, to see how people felt. Johnny started out in front of a Chinese temple with one goal in mind. I get a f- got to get a fucking tiki drink down my gullet ASAP. How the hell am I going to get to uh, 
where do they sell tiki drinks? Tahiti? I don't know. Where? How am I going to get to Tahiti? I'm all the way on the other side of the world delivering food. <laughs> so he was delivering food in China. The next picture he sends moments later looks like he's out front of some Roman palace or in Italy. Then he sends me from a swampy... I don't even know what this looks like. It looks like he ventured down to... Uh, New Orleans, let's say, you know, some swampy trees. The very next picture, he gone straight from New Orleans or Skull Island or something like that to freaking. There's mo- uh, they're not mosques, but they're they look like uh, Russian. Um, God, what are those like minaret things called? Uh, in Russia, they have those temples and they have huge crosses on the top of them, and they're not they're Eastern looking. They're not like Western church tower or castle towers, but they do look like castles. I don't even know what they're called, but they're those huge Russian uh, church domes with the big crosses on them. So he's obviously gone to Russia or somewhere in uh, Eastern Europe. Then he visits us from, it looks like Holland, which is in the Netherlands, right? It's a region of the Netherlands because he's in front of a damn uh, windmill and there's no Don Quixote trying to, Lancet, so he must be in uh, the Netherlands. Then he's go- then he's back to Russia again, in front of this crazy Orthodox looking church thing. Then he booms right over to freaking what looks like London or somewhere in Europe, and then bam, he's sitting at this Tinky bar. Tinky? Did I say Tinky? I was thinking stinky, stinky drink, but uh, Tinky bar is uh, not the kind of bar you think it is. He's in Tiki. He's at the bar called Tiki Haven in uh, Polynesia, and he's sucking down, let me look at one of these drinks, he's sucking down a shark bite, or a lava flow, or a fantasy island, or a mango banana colada, or an aloha motherfucker. I don't know what he was drinking, but it did look very good, and uh, he made it from China all the way to Tahiti to suck down his drink. (sighs) Amazing, amazing. Uh, And lastly... That is the show. That's the Solstice Slam. So last, last but not least, we will draw for um, for uh, patrons. We're going to put all your uh, $5 and up patrons' names in a little can that I have over here. And we're going to draw them out. One year, I threw knives at a Target, uh, colored knives, so I knew which patron was what. Uh, another year, I drew a circle on the floor and dumped everything out of the can. Um, I have a this year I was thinking maybe using my blowgun to uh, shoot, but I'm pretty good with that thing. I'm pretty accurate. So um, I have to put it, I don't know, I could put it really far away. That's what, that's the only way to make it really fair is to do it really far, like 300 yards. Um, and uh, let me see, what else can we do? Uh, draw them out of a hat, um, have Kim uh, put them... <laughs> Scrinkle them up and put them in her hair like Captain Caveman. There's several different ways that we can um, get these uh, get the winner picked for the Patreon. Draw the Patreon, but we're gonna do that next week, uh, and we'll have your we'll decide the winner and have the winner on next week's show. Last thing I wanted to say is just this week, just this week, there was two fatal crashes up here on motorbikes. Well, three three fatalities, but um. There's too much damn crashing going on right now, people. And it's not even like raining. It's not even wintertime yet. But 
one of them was a police officer, Manhattan Beach, who I was ranting on a few weeks ago because of their uh, arresting of that kid for the um, electric bikes. He was a motor officer. He was on his way to work around 5.15. He got um, in a multi-car accident on the 405 and um, didn't make it. And, uh, yeah, huge celebration of life and a huge uh, police presence that day. Bummer to see a moto cop, you know, go down and go out. Uh, secondly, right over here, not too far from me, I forget where it was, like Cerritos, Azusa, somewhere like that, there was a double fatality. Uh, and I don't know if it was a triple. I think it was a double I didn't hear any updates on it, but two motorcyclists were going down Arrow Highway, which is, if you're around here, you know Arrow Highway is pretty, they, it's called Arrow Highway, but it's really just a two-lane boulevard, a three-lane boulevard. Uh, it's a big, it used to be the highway, it used to be Route 66, but um, obviously there's a freeway now, and so this, quote, highway is really nothing more than just a really wide surface street uh, in most parts. So... These two motorcycles were racing at night, it looked like, uh, from the video that I saw. And they go in, they're coming in hot. They clip a car. Both of them hit the car. Uh, and one was down. One died immediately. Cart, he cartwheeled off his bike and flew through the air, and so did his motorcycle. And his motorcycle hit a pedestrian and killed the pedestrian. So, I mean... Awful, awful that a you know two people being idiots on a on a road got one of them killed, but to also kill a pedestrian like this is really, uh, you know, one of my rants, raves, and pet peeves is that like this is stuff like this is gonna make motorcycling illegal one day uh, when the real nannies take over. And lastly, this crash is a heartbreaker. Uh, our new, one of our new Patreon supporters, Rob, I think we mentioned Rob just a little bit ago. He just got a Tenere, no, no, I'm sorry. He just got a Tracer 9 GT, probably the GT, uh, like 22 model, I think, or, you know, I don't think they made it in 23, so he must've got a 22, uh, unless he just got the brand new 24 GT plus that just came out which would suck even more. But yeah, Rob just got a brand new bike literally a month ago, maybe a month and a half, two months, something like that, the latest, you know, and he biffed it. He got uh, a car, was uh, going to miss the exit. It came over and, and smacked into him. I think he said he broke. I hope he's okay with me telling this, but he broke some ribs all of his ribs, I don't know how many ribs you have. He broke seven, but I think you only have seven ribs. He broke his clavicle. I don't know how many clavicles you have, but I think he broke all of the one that he broke. And his scapula, which is like, sounds like shoulder injury. You know, basically his shoulder went down. But he said he had a Helite vest on. Actually, I should whip out his email because he wanted me to talk about the uh, safety of the gear. He said, I always buy really quality gear, and I always buy... Uh, you know, he got a Helite, won a Helite at one of the um, uh, Moto, Moto Jitsu or Moto Jiu Jitsu uh, events. And that Helite went off, I guess, stabilized his neck and everything in the air. He came down on his shoulder, but he said everything else is fine. Um, they picked his brain back up off the street and shoved it back in his ear real quick. So his helmet worked. Uh, 
what else? I don't know, man. Just I'm thankful that that's all that I'm thankful that that's all that happened to him. I feel bad because I think Rob is the same guy that <laughs> got hit by a coyote and like thrashed his tiger, if I remember correctly. And now his Tenere, or not Tenere, his Tracer. Man, Rob, you gotta quit riding bikes that start with T and also um, quit getting crashed into by weird things. So very unfortunate. I hope they caught the driver. It was a hit and run. So I hope they got get the driver. And maybe we'll check in and get a checkup with Rob uh, one of these days um, pretty soon. I know Kim would love to smell him since he smells like donuts and laundry. All right. And with that, that's his solstice slam <laughs> story. His submission is he's submitted from the hospital. Um, anyways. All right, everybody. Well, that's it. I told you it'd be brief. I didn't actually tell you that. Hey, guys, this is going to be a brief show. Not very much in it. Just the slam stuff and a few little things here and there that I don't want you to miss out on this weekend. And having said that, I'll play you this last song. This is just garbage I made up on the spot like a few minutes ago. So I'm going to plop it in here. I'm going to quit staring at this bug that's crawling across the floor. I'm going to get back to cleaning up every little project I got in the garage. That's my solstice thing. All right. Peace, Grease. Come back next week. And... Cray, 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 cray.